Welcome to Flock Talk, a revamped podcast of everything underscore Ravens on Instagram. My name is Logan. I run the Instagram account at everything underscore Ravens. I am joined by my lovely co-host, Michael. I'm I'm happy to be here. I'm a uh, I'm a friend of everything underscore Ravens, and what a better way to start this than a very merry Christmas tonight? You gonna get oh, this yeah. work? As oh Tula yeah, Suggs was saying on Twitter. Yeah, no, T Sizz and Ray Lewis were just going off on Twitter tonight. It's fantastic. I, lo- I love seeing that. It was like a, everyone in the Ravens community was just coming together. Yeah, and you know those defensive greats were enjoying that performance tonight. You know, five interceptions uh-huh. against yeah, the said, number uh, one offense in the league. Who I mean, that was just a beatdown. The Ravens broke the 49ers. Oh, yeah, no. Before Kyle Hamilton went out, that they just looked defeated out there. Like, Debo Samuel, I even sent you a text about that. Like, Debo started playing scared for a second while Kyle Hamilton was still out there. And I was like, Holy shit, we kind of just broke this thing mentally and physically. But they started to make it a bit interesting after Kyle got hurt. Hopefully he's all right. But, I mean, it was Sam Darnold wasn't really super scared. Yeah. I mean, of course, respect to the 49ers. They, they're still a great team. And I will say they, they were fighting hard until the end. And just because it's the Ravens and they could – second half raving it at any moment. I was still a bit scared until the end. And especially Kyle Hamilton. Do you know, is there any sort of status on him? Uh, I mean, he was on the sideline. He was smiling. So hopefully it's not okay. anything serious because he didn't go back to the locker room. He walked off the field on his own power. I just kind of thought like at the end there, they were kind of like, we're up two scores. There's really no point put putting them back, back out there. Yeah, yeah you – I think you posted something and said this about uh, Kyle Hamilton being the glue of the defense now, and I couldn't agree more. He He's like the oh, yeah. straw, straw that stirs the drink. Oh, yeah, no, it reminds me of, like, the old, like, Jimmy Smith days where, like, every time Jimmy Smith would get hurt, the defense would kind of just collapse. That's kind of what I saw with Kyle Hamilton. Like, that dude is a baller. Like, I made a tweet tonight saying that he should legitimately be in the defensive player of the year conversation. I agree. I mean, he has to be. Like, two interceptions, and you sure, you can have guys like TJ Watt, Micah Parsons, who have had the stats against bad teams. But Kyle Hamilton showed up tonight and had a legendary performance in the biggest game of his career. And I think he should 100% be in that conversation. He also had a really good pass breakup later on, too. So, Yeah, and I mean, he's been having a great season all year. He does so many different things for the Ravens, being big and being able to come up in the box, and, of course, the, the great ball skills and coverage. And you saw the biggest, the biggest point to him is the way the Ravens' defense looked when he came out. I mean, he, he is a baller. He's gritty, and he's been playing – with the uh, with the sprained MCL. Oh yeah, no, he's he was so hurt tough. last week against Jacksonville. He still wasn't a hundred percent coming in tonight, but he knows that like who he is and what he's capable of, and he knew. Like tonight, you saw like that first Purdy interception. That was absolutely beautiful. He was just kind of sitting back in that cover too. And he just completely baited Purdy. He was watching his eyes the entire time, knew exactly where Brock was going to throw the ball, and Brock basically threw it right to him. And then, you know, the second interception, 
he got buried into the ground on that illegal block, That's gets crazy. back up, runs like 10 yards the other way, and then gets the pick. And I'm that, like, dude. That's... That was ridiculous. I, and big-time players make big-time plays in big-time games. Oh, yeah. He, he's, he's, a, he's a monster. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Kyle Hamilton <laughs> was excellent tonight. I mean, the defense in general is excellent. Five interceptions. Fantastic game by Mike McDonald. He was in his oh, absolute bag tonight. He was out there. Just, he was out there out scheming Kyle Shanahan, who's probably the best offensive schemer in the whole league. So I, mean, I was like, holy I, shit, Mike. Yeah, one, th- one thing I was thinking about is the the additions that the Ravens made to the defense that didn't seem that big, like Clowney and uh, Kyle Van Noy. Those oh, they were coming up huge late. Have paid off so much. The way they rushed the passer. I mean, I was thinking about it before the game. Like they need to, they need to bring the house early and try and rough up Purdy. And McDonald masterclass did exactly that, and it was. I mean, it was perfect. Oh yeah, McDonald kind of showed Purdy looks that Purdy really wasn't comfortable with. That Pat he blitzed Patrick Queen quite a bit tonight. Yeah. Patrick got back there, really affected him. I mean, that other interception pretty through where he called the double corner blitz kind of off the edge, where he had mm-hmm. Beastie blitzing from one side, Marlowe blitzing from the other. Beastie tips it up in the air, and Marlowe picks it. Like that was a beautiful play the, call, too. The first, beautiful execution. Do you remember the first play of the game? Uh Patrick Queen came on a blitz, like totally untouched, and got a big hit on Purdy. And I was like, this is this is what they've got to do all Oh, yeah. I, I said I said before the game started, you had to really set the tone. And that's exactly what mm-hmm. the Ravens defense did tonight. Because Brock Purdy, I mean, I still think Purdy is a good quarterback. Probably yeah. not winning the MVP at this point. But I said before this week, that, before this game, my bad, that the Ravens needed to get to him early and often. They really needed to make him feel it. Because, I mean, I watched Purdy a lot at Iowa State. I watch a lot of Me Big too. 12. And Purdy, like, if you can really make him uncomfortable, he'll make stupid decisions. And that's exactly what he did tonight. Yeah, they, they set that tone early and often. And I will say credit to the Ravens' structure and disciplined and how well they're coached. It was a little bit dicey early. I mean, that first drive of the game before the Kyle Hamilton interception, they were moving the ball down the field. And then the bullshit safety. Oh, yeah. No, that, that was terrible. I, mean, I was talking about that all night. Oh, yeah. No, I was kind of freaking out on Twitter after that. <laughs> the ref I mean, literally falls backwards, and then Lamar just trips over him. And then they throw the flag, call intentional grounding and the safety. And I was just kind of like, what the hell are you doing here, dude? No, that, 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 was, that was ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. And and the Niners pretty much got to start the game with, with five free points because of that. Oh, yeah. And we the Ravens were not deterred. We we kept pushing. We kept oh, yeah, no, that, that's a huge credit to tonight. The resilience of this yeah. team. Despite that, like, bullshit early, team overcame it, and they just were continuing to just – play Ravens football, punch him in the mouth, and really make a statement. Yeah, and speaking of Brock Purdy, I'm not a I'm not a Brock Purdy hater too much. I think Brock Purdy's a good quarterback. I watched him a lot at Iowa State too. He doesn't suck, but the MVP plays for the Ravens. Oh yeah. Lamar, I think Lamar put a stamp on that tonight. Mm-hmm. 
a big red stamp, permanent ink, he basically made claim to that MVP. Because Lamar, when the Ravens needed him most, he made the plays. Now, his stats may not quite be MVP worthy, but Lamar's making all the plays you need when you need him to make them. And I really don't think there's really another candidate to compete with him right now because Dak Prescott has not looked good the past few weeks. Brock Purdy kind of sunk his MVP ship tonight. It's really just Lamar. Like, Lamar has to be the MVP at this point. Yeah, and if you want to do the the stats argument for for Lamar's MVP, if you just watch a Ravens game, he just makes the biggest plays every time they need it. Like the big third down scramble, some of those throws he made, the little scramble and throw to uh, to Aguilar. Oh, that was a thing of beauty, dude. That was beautiful. That was so precise. He just kind of scrambled, stayed calm. Aguilar was kind of working that guy on the outside. Then Aguilar cuts off his stem. Lamar hits him right on the money. Perfect timing. That was gorgeous. I think of beauty. Chef's kiss. Yeah, a masterclass. I love what Lamar does. I was thinking about it. He sometimes he looks like a like a point guard or like a playmaker in a basketball game where will he'll kind of run one way and lead the defense on and then just throw at like a crazy arm angle like a like a great point guard would, you know, drive to the hoop and make a great assist. Like the like the crazy arm angle on the uh on the likely throw. Oh yeah. <laughs> He's coming back the I other mean, way and across his body, like sidearm and a great throw. Yeah. It it is insane how calm he stays, dude. Like he'll just kind of just nonchalantly just yeah. stay calm, just kind of like work the pocket, work his eyes, and he'll make plays downfield. It's so nonchalant. It's so casual. It's so it, I mean, it, it doesn't even look like he's trying. He makes it look oh, so yeah, I know. He, he looks like a little kid at recess yeah. out there. It's like street ball. It is. He's just kind of so fun. Oh, he's so fun to watch. Lamar has made so much improvements from where he once was. Because, I mean, his first MVP year, he would take off running most of the time mm-hmm. if his first read wasn't there. Now you kind of just see him so comfortable in the pocket. and He, he only does when he has to. Yeah, he, he knows he has his legs as the extra weapon, but he's always looking to pass first. And it it has been so fun to watch Lamar this year. The fact that he is much more so pass first this year, his legs are such more of a weapon because, you know, it's always there in the back of his, uh, in the back of your mind as a defense. And he doesn't use it as often, but when he does, it is always so effective now. And, you know, I, I think on the broadcast, they said something about like every play, the Ravens call, there's two plays. There's like the play that's called. And then there's just the what the hell is Lamar going to do if the play breaks down play. And sometimes that play is more effective. Oh, yeah, no, he he kind of just improvise like he is an improviser out there. Yeah, he he's the perfect improviser. He I remember I was another thing I was thinking about during this game is I cannot believe there was a time this offseason where we didn't know if Lamar was going to be Raven next year for for a little bit. It looked a bit. Yeah, it's kind of getting dicey. I mean, I never really lost faith that he wouldn't be here this season per se. But I mean, there was part in the back of my mind that was like, "Oh shit, we might actually lose Lamar." But obviously, thank God we didn't. He's been insane this year. But shout out him representing himself. 
he is earning every dollar. Oh, he, of that he's a baller right now. About, and I'll about give him the, more if he wants. Oh yeah, about to win that second MVP trophy of his career, and you even see the maturity of him after the game. He's kind of like, I don't really care. Yeah, you, I want to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> he's yeah, like, I already he's, have he's one of those. To get to February. Yeah, <laughs> and that's exactly what I want to hear. Oh yeah, no, he is locked in, and I can't wait to see what he does. Hopefully we can go on a big run with him because the AFC, I think this is the best opportunity the Ravens have had in a while to just run the AFC because really the Chiefs are having a down year. And that was, the Chiefs. That was the only team I was somewhat scared of coming into the year. Yeah, see, like the Chiefs always scare me a little bit as long as Patrick Mahomes is playing quarterback just because, but they've got... They, they don't look good at all. They are... Yeah, they are all out of sorts. Like, you watch the Chiefs versus the Raiders today, and you compared it to how the Ravens look against the 49ers, night and day difference. No, to be honest, the team in the AFC that I would be the most scared of right now is probably the Bills. Yeah, they are playing really well. Or or even maybe the Browns, just because that defense is great and Flacco's playing out of his mind. Yeah, he's looking like vintage Flacco, but... Overall, I think the Ravens are clearly the cream of the crop in the AFC right now. And it's I mean, really – like, we'll see what happens next week against Miami, but I think we'll beat Miami too. Like Tonight tonight was, was the test. You know, I was feeling great about this Ravens team for the majority of this season. I've been feeling great the last few weeks, but I was like, Tonight is the night that we'll really learn everything we need to know. Oh, and yeah. It was a big test. I couldn't feel oh, that. Yeah. yeah, the beginning kind of looked a little sketchy. We were like, oh, the Ravens are getting in their own head a bit. But they kind of just settled down, started playing their game. Defensive Defense, like we talked about, fantastic. And they just kind of punched the 49ers in the mouth in they their did. own stadium. And they just made a statement because I still believe the 49ers are the best team in the NFC. I the, Ravens, the Ravens just completely went into their place and smoked them. Right? And there's no ifs, ands, and buts. Like, any doubters about this team right now, like, shouldn't be. Like, just shut up. You, like, I, I we mean, proved point, it tonight. Any, any of the pundits or TV guys that get – I mean, the Ravens made them eat. Mike Florio, talk about eating your words. But all of those guys, anybody who is saying Brock Purdy is their MVP, and I, like you said, the way that game started, the resiliency, and the fact that the 49ers are, other than, I guess, the Ravens now, probably the most physical team in the league, they took it to them. They were so ready for that physicality and punched them in the mouth. Because I don't, I don't think there's another team that will be more physical in a big game like that than the Ravens that they'll play. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the 49ers came into the night with the number one statistically ranked scoring offense. The Ravens kind of just put that to bed. Shut him down. Really early. And, like, if Kyle Hamilton didn't get hurt, the 49ers might have not even scored that other touchdown. We could have been looking at, like, a 33-12 to game. Yeah, I mean, that what? Finals 33-19. So, I mean, if yeah. you look at it on paper, 14 points, like, doesn't look like a complete domination. But if you watch that game, the Ravens took it to them and dominated them. I mean, oh yeah, it was it was clear who the better team on the field was. Like there were no them. doubts. 
one one group I'd love to get a sh- give a shout out to tonight is the offensive line. I said before the game, Ronnie Stanley, Morgan Moses mm-hmm. needed to hold their own against that defensive front that had the likes of Nick Bosa and Chase Young because we saw in the in the past this year, Miles Garrett, T.J. Watt, Alex Highsmith, those guys in our division kind of just smoked them. But tonight, Ronnie Stanley played some of the best ball he has all year. Like he mm-hmm. did have that penalty. But overall, like, I thought Ronnie Stanley looked really good. Like, had that sack at the end, too, but it is what yeah, it is. They, they pushed him around. They pushed him around. And shout out to your boy, uh, Linderbaum. Oh, yeah. No, before the game, like, 49ers fans were hyping up on Twitter that uh, Javon Hargrave was playing tonight, and I was like, don't really care. We have yeah. Linderbaum. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, honestly. <laughs> Pushed him around, punched him in the mouth. All those, all those like good old school football cliches. We totally did all of them. And shout out to uh, Zay Flowers as well. Oh, he's fantastic! They they really tried to get him involved early, and I think that was a good thing because it really built his confidence up. And you just saw him kind of naturally making plays as the game went on, and it wasn't really schemed like screens and stuff. Like Zay was running routes and. Like that touchdown, that play was not schemed to Zay. Zay made that play. That was all Zay and Lamar. And that was beautiful. And shout out to the Grinch celebration. That was awesome. Oh, that was excellent. You know, you had to throw a little Christmas celebration in there as the cherry on top. Yeah, and I like seeing Likely get involved more. I I still want to see him get involved more so, though. And same thing with Kolar. I know you oh, want yeah, to I get more involved. Oh, yeah. Like, build that three-headed monster up a bit more, kind of like we had in 2019. Because I, ju- I just think if you get those two younger guys even more confidence, once Andrews comes back, that is going to be so insanely difficult for the defense to, to defend with players like Zay Flowers. Even OBJ had a quieter night tonight, but he's made plays this year. Bateman, he... He, he can definitely draw. make plays. He made a few plays. Yeah. So, I mean, I think you're just seeing this team come together right now. Peaking and at the right time. And I, re- I really liked what I saw from Likely tonight, you know, getting up, talking shit. Like, I was going to say, yeah, he was, was trying like, to I need himself. to see that, dude. I need to see that dog in you. That's, uh, that's exactly what I want to see. And I just feel like that. They used him a good he, – he made a few plays tonight, and I love seeing him get up and feel himself and, and talk some shit. But I just that feel like they could still do more with him. Oh, yeah. No, they definitely couldn't. But that stiff arm with him tonight, oh, that was, oh, that was awesome. gorgeous. That was beautiful. <laughs> I'm like, oh, we're finally seeing this version of Likely. Because he used to be kind of more of a, just a skinnier, finesse kind of move tight end. But now you're kind of seeing him just be a bowl. Like, he's running through people. He's really trying to initiate contact. And it just shows how much he's developed and how just fantastic the Ravens are when it comes to developing the tight end position. Oh, yeah. I mean, he he looks big now. He looks big out there. Oh. He's anything but skinny now. Oh, yeah. No, he he's certainly developed into a fantastic player. Yeah, and shout out uh, Tylen Wallace, of course, oh, yeah. Rams game fame. He was looking good returning uh, kicks out there. Oh, yeah, no, I tweeted about that one return he had where he just straight up trucked a guy, and I was like, holy yeah. shit, Tyler. 
Tyler's yeah. just another guy. Like, he's just a dog. Like, he'll initiate contact. He'll try to run through you. Maybe even tr- potentially try to get him involved on offense more. Just let him run yeah, with the I ball. Yeah, I mean, I remember us being being Oklahoma Big 12 uh, fans. He was great at Oklahoma State. I always thought he could oh, be I've I've always been a big Tylen Wallace guy. Yeah. Like when we got him in the fourth round a few years ago, I was so hyped because I thought he was like a second round talent. Yeah, I always thought that was a really, a really nice little pick. And man, these Ravens drafts the last few years, Kyle Hamilton, Zay Flowers, Linderbaum, likely finding a guy like Charlie Kolar late. I mean, it's a testament to the organization. Oh, yeah. I mean, we can just go through and just look at like, contributors tonight i mean lamar a draft pick gus edwards not quite a draft pick but undrafted but same thing yeah justice hill draft pick patrick ricard another guy who was brought into the organization as an undrafted guy zay flowers draft pick rashad bateman draft pick isaiah likely draft pick charlie Keller, draft pick ronnie stanley the whole offensive line besides zeitler uh moses and simpson i guess but yeah. Stanley, Linderbaum, both draft picks. That defensive line, all draft picks for the most part. Well, I mean, you had Matt Abike, Broderick Washington making plays mm-hmm. tonight. Travis Jones, he caused that one interception where yeah. Purdy kind of like was intending for McCaffrey just kind of on that dump off. Just a bad throw. That was Travis Jones. Like Big Trav was getting in his face, and he really like affected that play. I mean, Patrick Queen, draft pick. All these guys, Marlon and, Humphrey, Brandon Stevens, Kyle Hamilton, and just the goes on as a whole too. The bringing in the right guys like Clowney and Van Noy, and allowing them to have a little resurgence, and knowing that Roquan Smith is someone that you just have to shell it out for and pay. Because I mean that I love watching uh, Roquan and Queen out there. They're such a yeah, good I, tandem. I mean, I don't necessarily like making this comparison just because he's the greatest to ever do it, but Roquan sometimes reminds me of Ray out there. He's like, just the way just the way he commands respect, just the mm-hmm. way, he, just how physical he is. Like, it's like, holy shit, this guy's Ray Lewis all over again sometimes out there. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean, I mean, obviously that's a lofty comparison, but, but Roquan Smith in since he's been in the league has been one of the best to ever do it they you know the broadcast kept kept saying how they like oh fred warner's the best middle linebacker in the league roquan it, smith is right up there in that conversation i think roquan and patrick queen are both top five inside linebackers right now like queen was fantastic tonight that interception beautiful he was kind of just sitting there waiting for it baiting purdy got the pick he made some other nice plays really good blitzing really active Really good tack- tackling tonight. I mean, that duo is so insane. I thought he was going to take I, that pick to the house. Oh, it looked like it for a second. I mean, that was a hell of a play by Trent Williams. But Yeah. Yeah, and I, looking forward to uh, the Dolphins next week. If we were able to be that physical and tough and push around the 49ers of all teams, I can't imagine that they're not going to take it to the Dolphins and Tua and blitz oh, the yeah. hell out of Tua. 
Yeah, you kind of have to be a bit careful doing that just because the Dolphins have a lot of speed on the perimeter True. with Hill and Waddle. I mean, actually, no, I heard Waddle might be done for Waddle got hurt uh, yesterday. Yeah, yeah, that's what I heard. But, I mean, they'll still have Hill. Some other guys out there that can make plays. But, no, you're right. I mean, two is kind of like – Push him around. Oh, yeah, two is kind of like Purdy in a way where you get pressure on him, he folds. Well, and, and honestly, Purdy, Tua will fold even easier because uh, Purdy's, Purdy's pretty tough and, and he can move around a little bit. If you get any pressure on Tua, it's over. Oh, yeah, Unless that's he gets how it is a lot of times. Yeah. I mean, that that's a big uh, big game next week. For, for the number one seed in the AFC, if the Ravens win next week, they lock it up. Then they'll get that first round bye. I mean, obviously, Baltimore fans kind of have a sour taste in their mouth. Like, not just football, but baseball, too, when it comes to Ugh. being that number one seed. But Tell me about it. It's it's still oh. a big game. Still want to win that next week. Get that first round by. I think this team's matured a lot from the last time they had that first round by. So, yeah. yeah. We've got more older leaders. Lamar is is has matured so much into more of a leader. Oh, he's way more seasoned than he was in 2019. Yeah, I mean, we have to get the bye, get everybody healthy, let the AFC run through Baltimore. Oh, yeah, no, it's a beautiful time because, I mean, Hamilton, if we were to get the bye, don't know the extent of his injury, but if we were to get the bye and only play in the divisional round, not the wild card, Hamilton would probably be healthy by then. Potentially could see a Mark Andrews return, like, Think things are shaping up for the Ravens, and it's really looking beautiful right now. Yeah, and the one guy, I I know I texted you about this. The one guy I wish we could have for the run is Keaton Mitchell. Oh yeah, I mean you kind of saw him missing a little bit tonight, just because on some of those outside zone runs, like Justice Hill's fast, but he doesn't necessarily have like just the field vision and balance that Keaton does. And where he can just cut on a dime and just go. Like, Keaton just does that so seamlessly. They don't have that burst that Keaton Mitchell has. We'll miss those kind of just explosive potential run plays that he can bring. Yeah, but I think Justice Hill is serviceable. and He is. And as long as Lamar keeps dealing, like, we're not going to have to rely on the run game as much as years past. So that's a beautiful thing as well. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And actually, we cannot go without uh, giving props to Todd Munkin. Oh, that that was a great I mean, game play tonight. And just overall, this whole season. Oh, uh, Munkin's been up. fantastic. He's been fantastic. I think, honestly, he's the perfect offensive coordinator for Lamar Jackson. Yeah, he's great. And he, he put on another great performance tonight. I cannot, I cannot thank him enough. Yeah, both our coordinators have been fantastic this year. Mike Mike McDonald, hopefully it isn't this isn't his last year in Baltimore. No. Michigan's gets next somewhere. <laughs> yeah, we'll see about that. But I mean, Mike Mike Mack has been so fantastic. And you saw tonight how hyped he was after that Marcus Williams interception at the end. You saw Mike just being pumped up on that mm-hmm. sideline. Like he knew how fantastic of a game he had tonight. And he really just went out there. And he 
out scheme the NFL's coaching golden boy in a sense and Kyle Shanahan. Pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, big one tonight. The Dolphins next week. It's probably going to wrap it up for tonight. We'll try to get this out on the Spotify and Apple podcast feed tonight. If not, it'll be out tomorrow morning, Tuesday morning. But, yeah, any any final words? I don't think so. I think we uh, I think we got it pretty well covered. I want to uh, I want to be Ryan Day and say I want to know where Mike Florio is right now. And to quote my uh, favorite Raven of all time, you're going to get this work. T sizzle. Yeah. Yeah. Mike Florio's a clown fraud. Everything in the book. Actually, and he is really going to eat those words. Thank you. Thank you, Mike Florio, for the bulletin board material. To get us fired. Uh, up. That, so actually, thank you, Mike Florio. Yeah, the Ravens definitely saw that. Like, thank, that thank you, Mike Florio. Thank you, Mike Florio, and thank you, Vegas, for the pump. Up. <laughs> Six and a half point favorites. Yeah, we'll see about that. Do you want to? Do you want to guess the? I wonder what what the spread will be for Ravens Dolphins. You think the Ravens will be I, like a a three and a half point favorite? Two and a half. Yeah, somewhere around there. I think it will be around the field goal. Yeah. So, I mean, Vegas loves the Dolphins. So. Yeah, they do. <laughs> but, yeah, so hope you all enjoyed the game tonight. Make sure to follow me on everything underscore Ravens. Michael, if you want to plug your stuff in right now, go for it. Yeah, follow me on Instagram uh, at Michael Carano. And Twitter at Michael Carano eight. And I think are we gonna have an Instagram for uh, for the pod? Yeah, we're working on That's that. That's in the works. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I yeah. would like I just like to thank you all for tuning in to the inaugural episode back of Flock Talk. We look forward to talking to you next week, doing the live recap of the Dolphins game. Beautiful win tonight, and let's go Ravens. <laughs>